folks, it's Laura. So I blogged a bit about this yesterday, this idea of uh, self-awareness and empowerment. And I actually want to talk a little bit more about it and how it can actually help you. The process that all of us are in, honestly, is one of self-awareness. It's about understanding ourselves, understanding our trauma, understanding our pain, understanding our triggers, understanding who we are. And then getting underneath all of that to find the truth of that. Who are you really? Who are you if you're not in pain, if you're not traumatized, if you're not struggling, if you're not stressed and worried and panicking and doing all of those other things? Who are you then? Because underneath all of that, all the pain and worry and fear and all the stuff, there's the truth of the life that you want to create for yourself, the life that you want to live. There's the truth of your path in life. What are you meant to be doing? Where are you meant to be going? And what are you creating right now that may not necessarily be true, but is actually based on what we call logic or fear or worry or anxiety or stress or practical things, right? So a while back, last year, two years, I wrote a book called Screw Practicality. The idea, and it's still on Amazon, but the idea was that the practical logical mind and that voice in your head is all ego. And it's all based on fear. It's, it's all based on what if this bad thing happens? And it's not really based on what I actually want, who I actually am, where I actually want to go in my life, what I actually want to create. It's based on the fear of what if. The fear of what if is the thing that keeps you stopped. It's the thing that keeps you from moving forward in the direction that you want to go. Whatever direction you want to go in, it doesn't matter what it is, right? And it's okay to have a practical, normal, normal, right? <laughs> Dryer setting, normal job. It's okay to have that normal job. It's okay to do those things and still have a life that you love. Still have a life that you want. Still have a life where you get up every morning and you're okay, right? And it's not that every day is perfect. It's not that every day is a dream come true. But the majority of your life is okay. You're not waiting for the weekend. You're not waiting for your next vacation. You're not, you're not living that way. You're living in a way that honors and supports you, even if it does include a quote-unquote practical normal job. Right? You can be the teacher, the lawyer, the doctor, the nurse, the dentist, the construction worker, the plumber, the electrician. You can, you can be that and have a really amazing life because that's what your calling is. That's what you're here for. That's what you want to do. You can do that and be okay. There's nothing wrong with those types of careers. There's nothing wrong with them at all. As long as you're doing that because that's what you want. If you're doing that because it's practical and quote unquote safe, now we have a problem, right? And what of course we've seen in the last couple of years is that those practical jobs those safe jobs are the ones that vanished.
And that's, that's all you need to say right there. If you can lose the safe job, then why not just do what you want? And so people are learning that the hard way. That's what's happening. People are learning that the hard way right now. And it creates a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry and a lot of stress. But the lesson is that stability is kind of an illusion. It's fake. Stability in the outside world is fake. Stability within yourself is very real, is very real. But that's where the stability needs to be. It needs to be in here and not out there. If you're looking for it in your bank account, if you're looking for it in your house, in your car, in your job, if you're looking for it there, you're not going to find it. The stability is, is within you. And it doesn't matter what the outside world is doing or not doing. You get to be okay within yourself and then reflect that outward. And what happens, what ultimately happens is the external world matches you. When you feel stable within yourself, then suddenly the external world is then stable too. All of that is self-awareness. The understanding that I am not my pain, I am not my trauma, I am not my worries, I am not my fears. I am a magical being that has the ability to create a magical life and do it my own way. And I don't have to play by the rules. I don't have to play by the rules, right? The societal rules, the way we've been taught things work. I don't have to play that game. That self-awareness. I don't have to live that. I don't have to do that. I get to be okay. Self-awareness, as I said in the blog, is the journey that I've been on. I committed to a life of becoming aware of myself through my own experience. Life continues to happen. And as it happens, I use those experiences to then say, what did I learn about myself? What do I know about myself now that I didn't five minutes ago? That's the awareness part. I use the experience, not as a trigger, a trauma, a pain. I use it as, what did that teach me? And it's not, it taught me not to like people. It taught me to hate the world. It taught me all this pain. It's not that. It's I don't get into the victimization. It's what did I learn that's actually useful, right? And maybe I learned that I've outgrown this. Maybe I've learned that I've learned something about my own power, my own strength. Maybe I learned something about who I am as a person. Maybe who knows, right? The continual process of learning, though, and being open to what is this for and being in that all the time, like doing it constantly. That's a daily for me now. It's daily. It's sometimes it's multiple times a day, depending on what's going on, but it's constant. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Now that is normal, right? I don't get into victimization. And if I start down the path and I looked at it the other day, I started down the path and it was like slap 
nope, back up, let it go. What do you need? Right? But to even do that requires a level of awareness. You have to be paying attention to yourself. What are you doing? You have to pay attention to yourself, right? It's constant awareness of where am I within myself in the moment? And that's something you build up to. Because when you start this process, when you start out, the brain goes is wild. The brain is the runaway train. The brain's giving you all kinds of crap. And it's exhausting to try to control that at the beginning. It's, it really is exhausting. So you can't. What you've got to do is you've got to get better at picking when. When am I getting in between the runaway train that is my brain and reality? When am I getting in the middle? When am I interfering? When am I choosing to use my awareness to help myself? At what point? And pick the situations where it makes sense to do it. Because you can't do it constantly to start with because it will be too much. It will be overwhelming. So you start when... You start by inter intervening in situations where you find yourself getting really upset, really frustrated, really anxious, really scared, really whatever, you pick those situations that are sort of glaringly obvious to you. Those are the ones that you use to then say, okay, now I get to dive into what's going on in my brain. Why is this happening? What am I here to learn? What's the message in this? What's the point, right? And then we dive through, what did it trigger? What was the trauma? What's the, what's the belief or idea or memory or whatever behind my response here? And then we can work through, pick the trinket out of the box because the box is never ending. We're not going to unpack the whole thing. We pick the trinket out of the box that works for us in that moment and we pitch it. We toss it. We get rid of it. That's what we want to do. That's where you want to get to. And as you do that more and more and more and more and more, then you start getting to a place where you're in conscious awareness all the time, where you do it almost without thinking because you, you're so aware of yourself. You're so conscious of yourself that you're doing it all the time. You get to a place where every day is what's in this for me, right? And not in that really selfish, what am I getting out of this kind of a thing. But in a way it is that too. Because the what I'm getting out of it is the self-awareness. And so it perpetuates itself and you go. As you get good at that, you want to do it more. Because you get more comfortable with it. You're not triggered and traumatized by it every time you do it. It stops bothering you the same way, right? I don't get upset by the things that I might find. I don't get bothered by the bits that I might not like about myself. I get okay with that, right? I'm not scared of what's in there. But it took a long time. It took a while to get to a place where number one, I was doing it all the time. And number two, I wasn't worried about what I was going to find. I wasn't bothered, right? 
because it used to be that I would go down the rabbit hole. It used to be that I would, I would dig in and I would not like what I would find and, and it would bother me. And I would have a hard time accepting what was coming up and what was being shown to me. And it would take me a while to get there. I did that for a long time, right? But eventually, and now I'm in that place where I don't care anymore. Like whatever comes up, comes up, it's great. And I accept all of it all the time, you know? And more often than not, it's, it's a five minute thing. More often than not, it's very quick, boom, done, gone, next thing. Because I've done it so much, because I do it every day, sometimes multiple times a day, and because I'm open to it and I'm willing to do it, and I keep coming back and keep saying, okay, what's here, what's here, what's here, what's here? I'm so aware of myself that I don't get stuck anymore. I just keep going. Right? But that takes practice, that takes time, that doesn't happen overnight. That's something that you work up to slowly, right? But the first step is you gotta get your brain under control. <laughs> the runaway train that's up here doesn't, right? When the brain stops talking, when the brain stops talking to you, you're getting somewhere. When the brain is no longer narrating, when the voice in your head is no longer narrating your life, you're getting somewhere. Because that means it knows it doesn't have control anymore. No longer controlled by the voice in the head that wants to keep you afraid. And then, then things change. And quite frankly, what changes first is you, right? You change. The circumstances don't necessarily change immediately, but you change. And then when you change, eventually, right? We know there's lag time. Otherwise, there'd be an elephant in the living room, right? There's lag time. Eventually, the outside world changes. Right? And that's what you want. That's where you're going. That's the point. You're creating that reality. But there needs to be lag time and you need to sit in that energy and you need to get okay with the new version of you, right? So you do it and you become aware and you gain this new idea and this new belief and the new understanding of yourself. And you got to sit in that energy for a little bit, right? Like you don't just get to, it doesn't, it's not like this necessarily, right? Especially not with the outside world because you got to get okay with it. And then you got to try on the new boots and make sure they fit, right? And you got to get comfortable in them and you got to, right? So there's, there's work there to do, right? But it gets better and it gets easier, excuse me, and it gets faster and then you're okay. And you get to be okay. You get to be okay all the time. If you commit to self-awareness and you commit to understanding yourself, and you walk that path 
and you just say, my goal is to be aware, as aware of myself as I possibly can be. My goal is to understand myself through my life experience. If you commit to that process, you will heal. Your life will change. You will change. And you will end up creating the life that you want, even if you can't see it from where you are right now. You will ultimately go in the right direction. Not that there's a wrong direction, right? We're not implying there's a wrong direction. Okay? But you will end up going in a direction that is more in alignment with you and who you are and is very much less practical, <laughs> less safe, less, less rigid, less structured, less everything. It's, it's less, less human and, and more based on passion and desire and creativity and enjoyment, joy, and less much less practical. Right? And it never means that what you're doing right now is wrong. Don't want to imply that at all. Fun of the human language, English. I do not want to imply that at all, that what you're doing right now is wrong because it's not. It's exactly what you need to be doing where you are right now. Absolutely perfect, brilliant. But if you can commit to that path of self-awareness through life experience. And really, you're committing to yourself. You're not committing to anything or anyone else outside of you. You're committing to yourself fully. If you do that, it will create self-awareness and it will pitch you down a path you weren't planning to go down. And it will take you places you didn't expect to go. And you will end up somewhere that will be far better than anything that your mind can conjure up and create for you right now from where you are. The magic of self-awareness is that it allows you to be okay and you're no longer afraid of yourself. Right? So many people are afraid of themselves. They're, they're afraid of what they're going to find. And that creates anxiety and fear, overwhelm, right? And then they need help, which is totally fine, but they need help. They need support to be able to dig in and deal with it. It's the fear of what am I going to find? It's the fear of what's under there. It's the fear that there's too much there that I can't handle it and that I'm not going to be okay that makes them need support outside. And there's nothing wrong with it. It just is, right? That's not a judgment. There's no judgment there. It's just, that's what happens. That's why we get there. That's why that happens, right? I needed support. I went through depression. You know, I did therapy for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I understand now, from where I am now looking backwards, I understand now that the reason that I needed the help was because I was afraid of myself and what I was going to find.
And the depression was based on a lack of self-worth, a lack of confidence, a lack of ability, a lack of meaning, and fear of what that meaning would be or would look like. And some of it was also because even then, as a teenager, 16, 17, 18 years old, I recognized that I was going to begin to create a life for myself that wasn't going to acknowledge me. I was being corralled onto a very narrow path that included some very specific things and it had to look this way. And that was the beginning of the process for me of creating this very narrow little box of things that look just the way they're supposed to look. And I've said before, I kind of drove that path drunk because it wasn't, it wasn't mine. But I didn't have the confidence to change it. I didn't have the strength to change it. So my life ultimately ended up not even being under my own control. because I didn't feel like I had the power within myself. And I had to go find that. And that was the process, the journey, that's the journey that I've been on for seven years, but what that does and what that did was it brought me into a place of awareness of myself, of allowing me the process of sort of taking my power back granted me self-awareness because in order to take my power back I had to be aware of what my power even was <laughs> and I had to understand that I could have it I had to be okay with what I was going to find all the bits of me that weren't okay that were powerless that weren't confident that didn't believe they were valuable that we're depressed, that we're angry, that we're all the things, right? I had to get okay with finding those pieces. And I had to get okay with letting go of the grip I had or thought I had on reality. And I had to stop controlling the outside world. And I had to realize the only control that I had was here and that it was all about self-awareness. It was all about the process of self-awareness and learning to take control only over the things that I actually had control over. And the question was, can I control this? Yes or no. And if I could control it, 
then I could figure out the action and do the thing. And if I couldn't control it, I had to drop it. And it didn't matter if it crashed on the floor in a million little pieces, it got dropped. And it wasn't about fixing anything because I couldn't fix anything. Do you know how many things I actually had control over? Zero. Nada. Nothing. No control over any of it. I had to let the whole thing collapse. Big house of cards, I let a whole thing collapse. Because that's what I needed to do. And by letting it all collapse and building it back up again, in a way that made sense to me, that's what created self-awareness. Because when I rebuilt the house, the proverbial house, when I rebuilt it, I rebuilt it based on my own awareness of me, not based on anything or anyone outside of me. I put the people and the things that were important to me in the middle, and I built up and around that. And I used self-awareness to understand what truly mattered and built around that and let everything else go. Even things people told me I wasn't supposed to let go of. Even people to this day that still tell me I'm supposed to take control of these things and I do not. I do not fix anything out here anymore, ever. Because there's nothing to fix. I don't have control over any of it. And in order to do that, it requires awareness of me. What's the thought pattern? What's going on in my head? Why is this triggering me? Is this just an old habit routine pattern that I have? Why is it coming up? What's it showing me? Why is this here? What's the experience for? What am I meant to learn? What, if anything, needs to be healed? And how do I redirect myself so that I don't have to do that anymore? That's the entire process. And it's all based on self-awareness. All of it. It's all based on the awareness of, A, I can't control anything out here ever at all for any reason. Nothing. So if it's out here, it's not mine and I'm not dealing with it. And it can crash on the floor if it wants to. That's cool. I don't care. So I fix nothing. B, what do I actually want? And what's important to me? And that goes in the middle. And then I build everything else around that based on me. And then because I am okay within myself, because I am stable within myself, because I am content within myself, because I fill my own cup first, then I'm able to give back and give back and give back and give back.
that's what I do. That's why I'm here. That's why I share. That's why I show up. That's it. Because I can. From a place of self-awareness where I understand what my role is, where I'm going, the point of the experiences that happen in between. I understand all of it and I'm able to take it on without taking it in, without trying to fix anything, just allowing things to happen and being okay with it. And it took me a long time to get there. But it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. If you do nothing else for yourself, become aware of yourself without being afraid of yourself. Because you will find that there's things in there that you didn't even know were there. Because they're so buried under bunk. They're so buried under lies, under pain. But they're so valuable and so important to you. And they will change your life. Okay? Thank you, everybody. Love to all.